Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said this, Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 21, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The big question on today's podcast is this, where is your heart? I want to say it again, where is your heart? For genuine Christ followers, Paul lays it out in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. Listen as the Word of God is read, therefore, if or since... You have been raised up with Christ. Keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with Him in glory. Now those verses there tell us where our heart, where our mind should be. And we're kind of using those two terms interchangeably because our heart, our soul, our mind are all connected. And and it really is talking about uh, a mindset, about an attitude, about a, a life philosophy, about how we operate, where our heart is. Where is your heart? So here Paul says, since we have been co-resurrected with Christ, raised with Christ, that literally means that when Christ was raised from the dead, we were raised to eternal life with Him in the mind of Almighty God. Since we have been raised with Christ, then there are two verbs that are that follow this statement uh, two verbs they're both in the present imperative tense now what that means is this an imperative is a command in the present tense is a command to do something on an ongoing basis here are those two in present present imperative verbs keep seeking is the one since you've been raised with Christ keep seeking the things above And the second one is set your mind, set your mind, keep setting your mind on things above. So in both of both of those verbs tell us to seek and to set our mind and do it on an ongoing basis on things above things, not things on the earth. And and he, he contrasts that. He says, don't don't do don't seek things of the earth, but seek things that are heavenly. Uh, now, we'll f- try to find out what that means in just a moment, but if you look in Philippians chapter 3, you'll get to see the two contrasting minds, the two contrasting hearts, and, and uh, I, I pray that God's Word today will penetrate your heart, your mind, and help you to see where you are on this scale, uh, one mindset or another mindset. There's not a third There's not a third. There's only two. Listen to what Philippians chapter 3, verses um, 17 to 21 say. Brethren, join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. For many walk, of whom I have often told you and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ. 
There is mindset number one. Paul does not mince, mince any words. He says on the one side, here is the mindset. They're enemies of the cross of Christ. Now, you may not think of yourself as an enemy of the cross of Christ. And, and you may not be. But I want to tell you, if you are not following Jesus Christ, if your heart is not set on things above, then there's, there's no, again, middle ground. There's no gray shades here. It's black or white. You are an enemy of the cross. And here Here is what he says characterizes that in verse 19. Those that are enemies of the cross, whose end is destruction. That's the first one. The word end there is is a very interesting word. That is their ultimate destiny. Their ultimate destiny is destruction, and that doesn't mean to be uh, do, that doesn't mean to be annihilated from from other scriptures. Plenty of them, we're told that uh, that punishment is eternal, and so that's what it's talking about. Their ultimate destiny is 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 eternal punishment. But it goes on to say, whose God is their appetite. There's a second thing. See, their their appetite or their desires rule their life. Is that the way it is with you? Does your appetite, does your desires rule your life? And it's not just talking about uh, an appetite for food, but what what do you desire? What is your what are your appetites? Are they all self centered? Are, are they all about you? Are they are, are is your appetite for things that that are not godly, things that are not righteous? Their appetite is their God. And the third thing, their glory is their shame, is in their shame. Now, now there are many ways you could go with this, but you know, in in the day that we living, we are living. If you just open your eyes, you see this in an exaggerated fashion. Uh, shameful things that people glory in. You know, uh, uh, sexual things uh, and and perverted sexual things outside of God's boundary lines. Um, and then people will, will march in the streets to glory in their shame. But that's the exaggerated version. But, you know, on an even um, uh, less exaggerated or smaller scale, what about what is it that you glory in? It could be uh, a, a prideful thing over how we look, of over what we have, over what we've accomplished. And, and those accomplishments are, are what we live in and, and a wrong kind of pride. Glory in their shame. It is an earthly mindset. And then the fourth thing he says, who set their minds on earthly things. Now, there's nothing wrong with enjoying the things that God has blessed us with on this earth. That's not what this is all about. What this is all about is our where our heart is, where our attitude is, where our drive is, uh, how we approach life. If we approach life uh, to live life on this earth as if this is a, a forever thing, and, and we put our roots way down deep in this earth, and it's all about what, what I can gain on this earth. And it's all about living a life to the fullest on this earth uh, apart from a God. That's what we're talking about here. But then uh, we go on to see the contrasting uh, uh, mindset. Uh, the first one was enemies of the cross. It's all about uh, us. It's all a self-centered kind of thing, seeking things only on this earth. But the second contrasting one is this, verse 20, for our citizenship is in heaven. Uh, 
from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into the conformity with the body of His glory by the exertion of the power that He has even to subject all things to Himself. Second mindset is, uh, I'm a citizen of heaven. I'm a citizen of heaven, and I fully recognize that, and I live like I'm a citizen of heaven. How does a citizen of heaven live? Well, right here in the verse, they eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. They eagerly wait. We have an anticipation. We realize that there is a future, and and we're not just earthbound. We're not just all about putting deep roots down here on earth as if we're going to live here forever Apart from Almighty God, God is out of the picture in our minds and in our plans and in in our actions. Not like that, but we eagerly wait for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. If I back up in this chapter... And I back up to verse 15. Uh, Paul said, Let us therefore, ha- as as many as are perfect or mature, have this attitude, this mindset, uh, and, and this heart. Uh, and, and what is the attitude or heart he's talking about? Well, he's referring back to verses 12 through 14, where he is talking about we haven't yet arrived and we forget what lies behind and we reach forward. We're stretching forward to what lies ahead and press on toward the goal for the prize. And that prize is the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. In other words... Uh, We have an attitude of, I haven't arrived yet, and I want to grow in Christ, and I want to become more like Christ. That is a heavenly mindset. It is a citizenship in heaven mindset. 2 Corinthians chapters 4 and 5 go into the the right perspective, the, the, the mindset, the heavenly mindset. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16 it says, Therefore from now on we rec... I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong verse. Verse 16, Therefore we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal or temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Here it is. At the right perspective, the right mindset is a momentary light versus eternal weight. See, we have this momentary light affliction. We have this struggle right now on this earth, but, but we don't focus on that. We don't zero in on that. We see beyond the momentary light affliction and the struggles of this life to the eternal weight of glory. Uh, it, there is no comparison. It's like this the, This life's troubles are a featherweight, but glory is a huge heavyweight. We have that mindset. We have the mindset of focusing on things that are not seen that are, that are eternal versus things that are seen that are temporary. You know, if all we see is what's going on in this nasty world and what's going on in our life right at this moment, and we don't put it in the context of the next life, of the eternal, where we'll spend, uh, this life is just brief. It's just a, a, a flash in the pan, but the next life in eternity. And, and someone that is living with the right mindset is living with a heavenly mindset that says there is much bigger, there's much better that's ahead. Chapter 5 of Second Corinthians, verse 9 says, Therefore we have as our ambition, whether at home, 
uh, or absent to be pleasing to Him. It is a mindset that says, I want to please God in all that I do. Chapter 5, verse 10 says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. It is a mindset that says, One day I'll stand before Christ and, and I will give account for my stewardship and I want to be a good steward while I'm here on this earth. And what is part of good stewardship? Verse 11, Knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade men. Part of it is to share the good news of Christ, to, to help them to see that there is something more than this life and that they'll face God and, and that they need Jesus who is the only way to God. And so we live as ambassadors, uh, temporary ambassadors on this earth, ambassadors of heaven. And then finally, 1 John chapter 3, verses 2 and 3 says, says this, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet appeared as what we will be, but we know that when He appears, we will be like Him, because we'll see Him just as He is. That's that future, being like Jesus. Now verse 3 says, And everyone who has this hope fixed on Him purifies himself just as He, Jesus, is pure. And so this mindset will lead us to seek to live a life that is pleasing to God, a life of righteousness, a life of growing holiness, living in obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. So here's the question. Where is your heart? Is your heart set on things above, or is your heart just fully focused on earthly things on this earth? Somebody said home is where the heart is. I want to tell you, if your heart is on that eternal home, you'll live in a different way here in your temporary home. You'll live in a way that says, I want to do everything I can to honor the Lord Jesus. I want to share the gospel. I want to live a life of righteousness and holiness as as God gives me the strength to do it because I know that there is a better day coming and a better hope. I hope that's where you are today. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.